0: One of Wellington's cultural gems and institutions, RO Video, is celebrating its 25th year of selecting us the best the film world has to offer. Today we are speaking to Andrew Armitage, founder and owner of RO Video, about what the screen viewing was like 25 years ago and what has made this an iconic store for all Wellingtonians. Welcome to B-Side Stories on Access Radio.
1: Andrew, thank you for having me, Laurie.
0: It is great. It is great to have you here, Andrew. How are you feeling about 25 years of RO Video?
1: It's a big question. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's 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 very mixed, I suppose. There's there's it, it is a uh, it's a, it's a milestone. It's an achievement. I'm proud of it. We're still here. All those great. Things, I still have to count my blessings. I. There are far worse places to be, so it's um, great. Um, uh, uh, it also makes me feel long in the tooth.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it makes me think about larger numbers and how scary they are.
0: Right. Going forward, uh, you that's mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and I know that, um, you know, I have to kind of. Um, Celebrate it while I can, because we probably won't go another twenty-five years. Uh, So well, you you never know. know You know?
0: Can you? Do you have young sons? Could it be RO Video and Sons?
1: Um, (laughs) I do. I do have a son and two daughters, but um, you know, the crystal ball is not something I'm in uh, possession of. Right. The, uh, the future.
0: No, fair enough. <laughs> what were we watching 25 years ago? What, were there some key movies that were the driver or the or popular? Group?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that um, that the film that springs to mind. Um, from you know the time that we opened was the twin peaks pilot right, movie yes uh so twin peaks um which of course was the tv series that was cancelled after a couple of seasons and uh partly because it made no sense to 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 uh, anybody <laughs> um but uh um it, it was actually the pilot movie played at the Film Festival, I think, in 1989. Uh, so you had this TV pilot movie that was actually, you know, you you paid money to go and see it at the Film Festival. So such was the cachet of David Lynch's name. Right. And uh, so I guess, you know, David Lynch has always been kind of, um, you know, uh, a... a, um, a you Know a cult brand, yes. you know, ever since a razor head and kind of the midnight movie phenomenon. So, um, David Lynch, uh, uh, David Cronenberg, and Ken Russell, and and uh, other sort of auteurs of um, uh, of the 70s, right? Um, were um, uh, you know, Andy Warhol as yes, well, yes. Uh, um, with his kind of um, with, with his um. He never really made the feature films, but Paul Morrissey was part of his kind of factory clan. Yes. So there was that. There was John Waters, of course, with his, um, you know, kind of outrageous comedies, uh, with Divine. Yeah. Uh, those were the kinds of things w- which were, they were um, all the more desirable because they were unattainable. Yes. You, you know, so they they were, um, so at that time, um I used to buy books on alternative film culture and you'd kind of read all about these films that you had little chance of seeing in those days uh, Russ Meyer's another one yes. you know, from the 60s and so that was the kind of thing that we liked to um
0: you you built you built our own video on in a way yeah yeah,
1: yeah. You, you you're really trying to you knew there was a demand for this for the, for this kind of culture you mm. know it's it's you know, left of centre, or alternative, or independent—whatever the—you uh, know—I think I think we even called ourselves Wellington's Video Alternative was kind of the initial um, uh, slogan,
0: right? Yeah. Uh,
1: and of course, fashions change in the way that you describe things. So <laughs> the word alternative <laughs> is actually a bit quaint now. Yeah, yeah. You know, now it's independent or indie it seems to be more the way that you describe something like that um so you know those are that's sort of symptomatic of how things evolve and and um, you've
0: got to move with them as well you do otherwise
1: you look like an old fart uh, (laughs) still using dated terminology so (laughs) if the kids out there know of anything that's kind of more modern than indie please let me know yeah
0: i love indie actually ro indie that's pretty cool how many films did you start with or how many videos were you housing when you opened to what you're housing now?
1: Yeah. We, well, Roughly. You don't yeah, have I, to be overly no, no, honest. No, I can be pretty accurate because <laughs> I have yeah. recited it a few times. Right. And, uh, no, we opened with 180 right. videotapes. Wow. And um, <laughs> we now have um, over 20,000 titles. So, um, yeah, it's been – I can't – stop buying stuff. Absolute legend. <laughs> One of the problems is I can't, you know, I I have always um you know kind of governed my my business with my heart and not my head. Right. <laughs> Which and I've been lucky enough to stay alive. <laughs> yeah. Um even with that um rationale, but I have to be you know, you know I have to kind of these days in a more challenging environment be much more kind of um Less emotional about it, mm. less completist. You know, you do have to start saying no to things that, right. you, that you would. You know, you kind of should stock, but you don't have to.
0: Right, right, yeah. Yep. We're talking
1: about kind of, you know, the kind of the, the middle rung things you yep. know, that might have, you know, a reasonably well-known person in them, but you really don't have to have to have keep them. on buying it. Yeah. you know, because yeah.
0: So, what is your process? Because obviously you're like a filter in a way for for all these hmm. left of field alternative indie
1: videos yeah, yeah how
0: do you go about that that process uh,
1: it's it's actually quite tricky yeah you know because uh, the the obvious stuff the stuff that has played a film festival or has obvious kind of um, Uh, Actors that are kind that have a a following, uh, um, and or directors, you know, they are easy. It's all the kind of the middling films that are hard to kind of know what to go with. Mm. So, um, and there are there's a huge glut of middling films out there in this day and age, right? uh, Because it's so relatively simple to make a film in terms of the cost. Digital equipment is so cheap. So, so I think. In 2014, there were probably more movies being made than ever before. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So is
0: it a time thing? Do you actually go through and watch half most of them, a lot of no, them? No, I
1: don't. Yep. No, I don't. I mean, that's that's where um, I don't watch nearly as, as much stuff as I perhaps like to. Yeah. Um, it's always nice to be able to watch things, judge for yourself, whether they be good, bad or indifferent and kind of like, then you have a kind of a realist uh, sort of a... A first-hand idea of who it would appeal to and yeah. and so forth. So, so it's nice to be armed with that knowledge, but I couldn't possibly keep up with what's being, um, no,
0: you know, yeah.
1: what what's available. I can't keep up with the stuff that I'm really interested, interested in, in, let, let alone. alone the stuff that's <laughs> kind of you know so so. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah. So um, uh, so I you do rely on on the internet, you know, yep. for for uh, there are You know, hundreds of review sources and aggregates that give you ideas as to whether it would be, whether the film will have an audience. Right. Um, You know, so, and there are some worthy films that we just, you know, sometimes you just have to say no to them because you just don't quite have the demographic that's looking for that particular film.
0: Andrew, aside from being Wellie's best store for best for our best films, what is it that you have stood for?
1: I think quality is kind of, I suppose you know, a, an easy word. Um, you know, it's kind of a, a cliche and and and, and uh, uh, but it's it's a good general indicator, you know yeah. of what we're trying to do. So whatever, Um, I've always been appreciative of people kind of putting in the extra yards, you know, whatever business they're in, whatever project they're doing. Um, If they're aiming for quality, um, it's usually because they're passionate about it, because they want to do something that counts um, and is not you know, usually those people, again, ruling their head with their heart, mm. you know, it, it's not about the money, uh, it often costs more money, uh, you know, people, um, you know, creative people that kind of want to do good work, Right. you know, and, 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 and this, as I say, if, if it's a creative project, a piece of art, or whether it's a, a shop or any kind of business, um, you know, you, you do have these two conflicting sides and one is that you just want it to be the best it can be and then the other side which is your business manager which tries to manage the uh you know the uh the costs and make it work so that you can you know you have something to go on with so I've been pretty lucky um to um be able to kind of um you know, indulge my creative side uh, because right. we've had, the business has been successful enough for us to kind of keep putting money back into it yeah. so that we are kind of creating something that's unique and is um, a good place to come and is, is defines itself from the Joe Blow um, business equivalent, you know, in the, in the right. mainstream. So, um, you know, aside aside from the quality thing, I think... I've always been uh, interested in in the stuff in pop culture that people are not uh, championing. Right. Um, I mean, I love uh, you know as, you know Hollywood. Some Hollywood stuff is fantastic, and and what they do well, they do incredibly well, and they've done it for a hundred years. Um, I I've always enjoyed the. Um, Seeking out the things that, you know, playing the B-sides of, of, of singles.
0: Yes, yes, get it.
1: You know, but I love the A-sides too, you, you know. It's just more interesting to kind of like, to discover stuff. You know, I've really enjoyed helping people discover right. stuff that they wouldn't otherwise uh, be turned yes. on to. Yes,
0: um, one of the questions I did have was, when are the good moments for you, you know, in, in your day? And that's possibly got to be one of them, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. I mean, um, you know, I I still do get satisfaction um, about being able to uh, provide a service that people appreciate that connects people with what they are looking for. So that, I suppose, is, um, and I still would get, you know, a, a buzz like that on a on a regular basis. Yeah. I can't say a daily basis necessarily, yeah. but it's certainly yeah. regular. You know, where you do say this this is good. I guess when you've done something for 25 years, there's also a kind of a feeling of being tethered to it, right? Yeah. Uh, and sometimes you just want more freedom. You know, from what it is that you're doing. So um, you can get bogged down uh, in the the banality of it sometimes right. but yep. that's uh that's just you know having done having done something for a long long time that's um, fair enough so um there are other things that, that i do want to do in life you know yes yes <laughs> uh and uh, you know and, and i would like to have more time to do that stuff but i guess that's just you know that's the balance that everybody tries to find mm. in their in their vocation. Mm. You know? I mean I, I do enjoy working for myself. Yes. I do um, you know, I'm so the fact that I'm not beholden to anybody, I really do appreciate that. Um, it's it's a good thing about being in business. I don't appreciate not being able to take holidays without kind of feeling like feeling guilty, guilty yeah. or feeling like things are not <laughs> quite you know.
0: You're uh, always worried about. You, you, that's them, right.
1: Yeah. So I I um uh you know the idea of taking a month off you know I mean I have just. You know, the longest holiday I've ever taken is maybe slightly over a week wow. in twenty five years.
0: And of course, when everyone else is holidaying, they really want you to be open, right? Yes, <laughs> as really, well. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and of course, when you're, you're a business owner, you know you've got. You know, I work public holidays. Uh, you mm. know, often because you know we, we. You know, when you're things are challenging, you know you do have to tighten up, and uh, and I have to save money by kind of doing extra work and yeah. stuff like that. So this is the reality of. You know, I'll, I'll, I thought of an analogy that I can, you know, about, about the business that I'm in and, and yeah. how we're, you know, people ask me, how's business? And, and perhaps I could describe it like this. Um, th- think of it in terms of playing Monopoly.
0: Yes. You know, a
1: pretty sort of obvious analogy. Yeah. And I kind of feel like um, that I'm, I've got, I've still got, you know, a couple of houses you know, I've got, have got, I've been wiped out. Yeah, but I've still got three, say, orange cards. Right. You know, kind of like yeah. medium ones. You know, yeah. and Is they've it, and they've each got a couple of houses on them. So when people land on them, I still get
0: a little bit. I still
1: of still you know, exactly. You know, I'm still getting <laughs> income. Yeah. Still getting income, so I, I, I'm thankful for that. But you do, you're in an environment. Where, mm. you know, you go you go around the board and you're lucky not to land on someone else's hotel. Right. Uh, and when you pass go and collect that 200 bucks, you'll go, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> do you get what I'm saying, yes, Laurie? Yes,
0: yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah.
1: So in other words, I'm still in the game. Yeah. But you wonder how many rounds you, you're <laughs> going to be going. You've got for.
0: left. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes, I can, uh, Yeah. So speaking about that then you were one of the, the inst- or you were the instigator of the culture vulture gift vouchers. Hmm. What is it that you see binds you and Slowboat and Unity Books in Wellington?
1: Um, well I think we're all um, we're all well known um, institutions in Wellington. Yes. Uh, so we're very Wellington centric. Uh, that's that's
0: it, okay on the show, uh, can Andrew. I, can I just say also, and
1: <laughs> you know, that I've always been very Wellington centric. Like, uh, and this includes the hut. I had three uncles who, who um, in the seventies, you know, they're ten, 10 or so years older than me, and they all emigrated to Australia uh, in the late seventies because there was nothing going on. I mean, that's my words, not theirs. Yes, But right. you know what I mean. Yeah. That there was a, a kind of a, a feeling that. Um, that that uh, New Zealand, well, you know, Wellington was a kind of a cultural backwater, and mm. that things were happening across the the Tasman. Right, and, and I and I and it always uh, and I and I found that sort of somehow inspirational that I was somehow going to stay here and make something here. You know, I, again, it's just a kind of a a child or an adolescent idea. In fact, I, I think growing up in the hut somewhat inspired me that I saw Wellington as something that was a little more kind of um, happening. Yeah, and so I didn't have to go very far to kind of feel like I was uh, I was uh, kind of. Um, stepping up a level or, or, or kind of, um, you know, enamoured with the big city, you because yes. I was uh, a kid from the hut. Does that make sense? It does to me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, whereas if you grow up in inner city Wellington, there where, might be... Where the, do you, you
0: go yeah, from indeed, there? Indeed. You've kind yeah. of
1: got pangs to kind of be in a more, you know, bigger... That's right. Uh, you know, more exciting mm. place. So I think that was, um, that was kind of another um, inspiration, I suppose, for kind of putting down my roots... And um, and yeah, making a go of it in Wellington. So I digress. Being very Wellington centric was very important. Uh, and Slowboat and Unity are um, fellow fellow travellers. Yes, yes, and, definitely. And uh, and I, I um, I've known Dennis at Slowboat for for many years. Uh, didn't know Tilly at Unity until fairly recently, but it's been really lovely getting to know her and working with her. Good. Um, but I felt like you know. I developed the culture vulture thing yeah. with um, designer Stephen Templer who is wonderful. Hey Stephen.
0: Hi Stephen.
1: Um anyway <laughs> it was it was what it was it was really fun um just working on a, a new creative product. Mm. Um, and having a couple of other businesses. Um a big sister like Unity Books, which yes. is a high street retailer. So they're a, a big, much bigger business than us, really. But um,
0: standing in a similar space, really, aren't standing they?
1: Standing in a similar mm. uh, space, you yeah. know. Um, I felt that it was important to kind of um, tie my wagon, you know, to to some others to kind of get that, get that support, you know. So it make, made practical sense. Yes. But also I thought that there was a kind of a, Obviously, with the you know the, the the digital tide, you know that we yes. kind of wanted to kind of counterpoint that. So, um, so and try to sort of make the best of what it is that we do have that yes. we are losing gradually. And how can we celebrate this? How can we? <laughs> crystallize it yes you know. you know so it excites me when I see other businesses you know whether mm. they be quirky cafes or or you know um, clothing or whatever it is if somebody's doing something different and has put a you know not necessarily a lot of money into it but some imagination yes. and some and some flair you know it's it's exciting you mm. kind of you know you um it makes it a pleasure to walk around, you know and uh, and the next conversation you have with somebody is, did you see that place down on such and such? you yes. know and i and I do it's often part of conversation is talking about you know cafes, restaurants, shops, you know what's isn't it? It's just part yeah. of the conversation and and uh, and
0: part of good living in Wellington it is yeah, yeah.
1: so so you know. Um, Good luck to anybody giving it a bash.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I concur. Um, Now, here's a a juicy one for you. If there was a film to be made about RO video, could you describe what it might look like?
1: (laughs) Um... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it'd have to be a meta documentary, wouldn't it? Yeah. You know, because it's you know it would be film about film, <laughs> so there'd be all sorts of playful ways in which you could um, kind of um, you know um, represent represent it. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it uh, you know it resonates yeah. in you know with different people in different ways, and um, people are really kind. You know, there's lots of we get lots of, you know, since we had a bit of publicity about how tricky it is in this day and age. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of um, uh, warmth from Good. our customers. You, n- you know, and I didn't realise how much there was out there mm. because people generally, when things are p- perceived to be going okay, of course, people don't really say anything. No. They just say, thanks very much, see you later. Um, but when they know that things are, are, um, are tough... They, um, When you feel that things are not going so well, you feel quite alone. You know, you feel like somewhat deserted or I can't quite describe it exactly. But when you get that warmth, all of a sudden you f- you feel, you know, it can turn you around. It can make yes. your day. It can make your, your week. You know, the, the people ask, you know, can you digitise your, your films and, and make them available, you know, stream them online and so forth. This, of course, is the way it's going. And, right. and yes, it's incredibly convenient as a way that people can consume film. Um, but I, I don't know even though it's a conversation I'd love to have to find out if I know the answer. Yeah. Um, I, you know, maybe there will always be a place for a kind of doing it the old-fashioned way, you know, and whether we can sustain that as mm. a business model, whether it kind of achieves that threshold. You know, I, I, I can't answer that. Mm. But um, there will always be um, people who want to do it this way.
0: Your top three films. Does that mean that everyone? How dare you, Lori? Everyone yeah. must see.
1: Top three films. This is for my
0: own personal. This see. is. Oh, oh, I see.
1: Right, <laughs> right, right. But um, right, right. C- come Four. on, we may as oh, well share God. that.
0: Yeah. Or or or. Um, at least three of your faves. Well.
1: I don't know if I'm going to answer your question, Laurie. But That's one of right. the one of the things that often comes up in conversations I have with people is that uh, you know, we'll, whatever the subject is that that we're talking about, I usually say. Have you seen such and such? Right. And it sometimes com- might come across as me <laughs> handing over my business card saying, <laughs> you know, uh, come and see me and I'll fix you up with this. You know. Okay, so
0: I have to go down this afternoon if I want to. That, that, that's right.
1: <laughs> um, but, um, but it is some one thing that is quite, um, you know – Again, it's part of connecting people with things that you think that they'll be interested yeah. in so when you get somebody talking about a particular subject, I invariably will say, "Have you seen such and such whether it be a documentary or whatever it is and uh, it'll you know and it could be a mainstream thing or it could be really obscure and um and it's just a way of um uh, kind of saying you know look um you know there is um I don't necessarily know much about the subject, but I've seen this film about that. this, yeah. and, you know, and, and, and what do you think, or have you seen it? You know? So, so I, I do use film often, just as part of my everyday conversation, um, because it helps connect with people. Right. Like an and, and that's what good. film does really well.
0: That was the lovely Andrew Armitage, celebrating 25 years of RO Video. And um, here's a little track that he actually made the film for. So you can't see it, but I can. And nice work, Andrew. Yeah, get down and enjoy RO Video. Celebrate, they've got a few specials on 25 years.
2: Stick around. Sketty Cat, what are you hiding from? There's a roof over your head and food in and-